0: Welcome out there to another special, awesome episode of the Album Argument, episode fifty. Yay! Hey! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Fifty episodes, and technically, almost a is what, is it a year? Yeah, we've done a year, yeah, we've and done we've done
1: a, done a couple of mini Yeah, we've done. And, uh, so yeah, forever. thank you for uh, being with us for the last year.
0: Yeah, thanks for listening to us to all of you out there who have taken the time to download our our podcast or or share it with somebody. Thank you so much. It's like absolutely fantastic. We are completely humbled by uh the 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 comments that we get from people, the suggestions from people, just any kind of insight that we get from people. It's totally awesome. And, and I don't know. I it's been a good feeling. What about you?
1: Yeah, I mean, just a year ago we were putting up, you know, a, a trailer and we were like, oh, and I remember we went to lunch one day and we said, yeah, we need to do this podcast thing and we kind of brainstormed and you know, we were hoping that we would at least last a year, if and not more, it. and we did it. So here we are. Kudos to us, right? And uh, but it's cool to, you know, run into students or friends, and they said, "Hey, I've, I just got caught up, and I'm listening." So thanks to friends, thanks to everybody else. And, yes, thank you, everybody. Um, yeah, we're applying and sharing, and hopefully you've enjoyed being on this musical journey because I just. I've really liked listening to your albums. No, thank least, you. At least most of most them. Most of them. Maybe not all most of them, definitely. I will admit, but it's cool. I mean, there's definitely, I don't know if my wife's happy because I've had to spend money on albums over the last year because <laughs> <laughs> we still subscribe, but <laughs> we, we practice what we preach. So when we like it, we buy it, yep. right? Because we kind of have that, you know, do yep. you buy it? Do you just stream it? Things like that. So I, I have to say that I've bought more albums than I was planning on, which yep. is a great thing. That's why we do this. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. And I'm sure you bought a few albums too. Sorry just sorry a, to your wife. Just a few. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, really? More? <laughs> more. I know. Like, aren't we just streaming? So hopefully everybody else has maybe picked up some music yeah. and uh, maybe they're yelling at the car radio, whatever you listen to your podcast at. You're like, oh, they're crazy. Yeah. Or yes, I agree with them. Yeah. But that's why we're here to argue. That's why we're here to throw chairs. We haven't said that in a while. Yeah, we've kind of just kind of agreed. I mean, maybe we might be throwing chairs this album. Out. Oh god, I hope not.
0: This is an important album. This is an important episode. Not only is it episode 50, but it's also our very first episode where we go back to an artist that we've already talked about. Yeah. And we cover another album that they did.
1: So we've been waiting. We knew this was going to happen. We knew we, it was going to have to run
0: out at some point. And of course, I was I was going to be selfish and I was like it's got to be all about me and I want Big Country because I'm a Big Country, super fan, Fanboy, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And
1: and I did not look back and put it on my show notes, but I think we did Big Country, what, a few months ago?
0: Yeah, it was a few months ago. We yeah. covered
1: The Crossing, which was
0: uh, Big Country's very first uh, record. And today we're going to be talking about Steel Town, which is their sophomore release.
1: Yeah, so the, both of these are new albums to me. So it was, Man, it, it's go. nice. Again, back to why we do the podcast and sharing albums and nice. kind of trying to stump the other and so forth. And um, yeah, so I, I don't mind. It's something new. Nice. All right. Well, let's get into it. Yeah. Tell uh, us a little bit about the band and remind us about Big Country. Well, so if you didn't
0: know from the previous episode of Big Country, uh, they are a Scottish band. They are most predominantly known in America for the song in a big country, which of course we we slap our foreheads and go, you don't put the name of the band in a song title. You know, that's just that, that's just rooted in disaster in a lot of cases. No, yeah, whatever. It's, <laughs> it's rock and roll. <laughs> it's rock and roll, man. Um, anywho. They are a Scottish band, uh, and they consist of band members, Stuart Adamson, Mark Brzezinski, Tony Butler, and Bruce Watson. They are technically still together today, uh, touring, actually, the 40th anniversary of The Crossing. Oh, wow. However, uh, two of the main members of the band are no longer with them. That's Tony Butler, the bass player, and, of course, Stuart Adamson, who passed away in 2001. Uh, but they're still going. uh Bruce is still he's now like taking over a lot of the roles that Stuart had, and his son also plays guitar. Oh,
1: that's nice. Uh, with him.
0: So I know as a as a dad, that's like a dream that's right really there. Cool. Like you go on tour and you get your kid with you playing. Yeah. Like that's cool. So that's very cool. Uh would I love to see them? You darn right I would. Would I miss Stuart being there? Of course. That's gonna be I'm gonna go. That's going to be a regret for me is I never got to see them while he was alive. But even though I didn't really know, I knew about them, but I wasn't a fan of them at the time. So it's kind of like one of those like, do I really have a regret about that? If there was nothing I could do about it,
1: but and it was what mid nineties, late nineties. It was two thousand one when he passed oh, away. Two thousand one. So, that's right.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um. This is this is a solid record again, produced by the legendary Steve Lillywhite.
1: He's done a couple other albums. Yeah. Yeah. A U and a two. A U and a
0: two. A, two. <laughs> a bunch of other things. Uh, this album was released in October of 1984, and it is the only big country album to ever go number one in the UK. It was for one week, but you know what? That one week, they were the number one artist. So that's. It counts. That counts. That totally counts. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, it was only one week. Yeah, it's one more week than we have, or will ever have. Totally. So. <laughs> Uh, it released, uh, three singles from the record East of Eden, where the rose is sown and just a shadow and Rolling Stone gave the album a four out of five ranking, which I think is pretty good. I think that's pretty solid. It's actually what I would rank it as well. Uh, as you know, I, I said that the crossing was a perfect record. I cannot claim the same for this one. However, I still love this record a lot there are when i listen to it i listen to it fully i don't skip but there are there are a few songs two songs in particular in my opinion that are are not the strongest and either could have been left off or changed out for something else like there was also an ep that came out in between the crossing and steel town called wonderland and wonderland could have easily been added to this record in place of another song and it would have been totally awesome but that being said I'd like to know what you have to say. I mean, like, for a sophomore release, you know how sometimes these artists have sophomore slumps. Um, I don't feel like this is a sophomore slump, though. I feel like this is actually a pretty solid record. It's very good for the 1980s. I feel like the production, because I remember last time you talked about how bad the production was. I feel like the production on this has gotten better, though I will fully admit that there are times where it sounds muddy, and even after you explaining to me certain production things, I've gone back and listened to certain things again with trying to, with I call it Jeremy's ears. I want to try to hear it from your perspective. And I can see where there's hiccups. And there are a few in this album. And it could use a better remastering. It was remastered, but it could use an even better one. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, oh, that being said, I still think that this is – a great album, full of awesome guitar licks, really good choruses. Almost every song has a great chorus, almost. But just overall, like a really cool record. And I just want to know what you have to say because you know this is one of my favorite bands, and this is one of their best records. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh no. Oh my. Am I? Do we need to? Am I? Do I need to grab a weapon or something at I, this moment? I
1: think uh, chairs will be thrown. Oh no. Where the rose is sown. <laughs> I feel so bad. I uh, I'll just go ahead. I'll cut to the chase. This will not be an album that I will buy. What? I might stream a couple of songs, as the kids say today. I might add some of the songs to a playlist that I don't really have, but uh, <laughs> I might listen to a few of the songs. Oh, no. I get more of Big Country than I did before. Yeah. So thank you for that. I, right, I still like listen to it. I'll take that. I do like the new wave. We've kind of talked in the past. New wave mm-hmm. and. The dance side of things, and I guess maybe with U2, New Wave came out. And uh, looking back, uh, so we did uh, The Crossing back in December, mm-hmm. funny enough, so episode 20, so it was, it was quite a while ago, Way,
0: yeah, ways ago.
1: Um, so I, you know, I, I enjoyed listening to that album, I enjoyed listening to this album. It's just if if I have other options, I just kindly say, you know, I'm, I might still go with a U2, like of the same era. Because uh, I saw dates-wise, October had come out before this, yeah. and then this came out, Yeah. and then a few other um, U2, and then the big one, Joshua Tree in 87. So I might just, of the era, I would go with a, a U2, I would go with a New Order or a Depeche Mode, just if I'm going for 80s. Then that's not necessarily why you're going for this. Um, I like some of the elements, so I still think, going back to similar to the other album, maybe even more so, the band is really solid and mm-hmm. tight. yeah drums and bass, almost on every song, I just had to stop typing it out on my show notes, you know, great drum and bass and vocals and guitars and this, great drum and bass and vocals and guitars. And I go, okay, it's just the whole album. So the whole album is just very well rehearsed and produced, produced, let's say. Now the recording mixing side, that's where I still have problems. You could use some help there. The mastering does help, I will say, the remaster. So I've been listening to the original and then Just the last couple of days, I saw the remaster. I go, oh, let me listen to that. And it sounds wider and fuller. You can only do so much with mastering, too. So, mixing's like baking a cake, all the sugar's in it. You can't all of a sudden, I mean, I guess you can add sugar on top, but, and that's what mastering is. But you can't, you know, go inside and say, oh, now let me change, let me add another egg after this, and let me separate the the marble inside and all of this to just have vanilla and Mm -hmm. chocolate separate. So, mastering can only do so much. So... You know, it can't really be remixed at this point. You know, maybe they have the master tapes, but that's—I don't know—that's almost blasphemy. I would never want to have anything really no. remixed.
0: I, yeah, I don't think I don't think I would either. Um, I just wish they would have a chance to actually redo this with better technology.
1: So what I do is I go to the live. So if the album yes. doesn't sound good in my ears, then I go live because there's some things on even the past one, Shiner too. There's mm-hmm. some songs that. I wanted a little bit more clarity. I couldn't quite hear his voice, things like that. You go listen to a live version and maybe a couple albums coming up too. And then I go, oh, that's what they're playing. Oh, I kind of, the live, that's when bands say, okay, they want to try to capture that live Mm -hmm. presence in the studio. So this was the heyday of reverb and things like that. So they would just back off. Pearl Jam did that recently. They had the uh, like updated mixes, Brendan O'Brien remixed Pearl Jam of uh, 10, the first one, right? And they took off all the reverb. And it was interesting, kind of. Oh, wow. So, and you're like, whoa, that's, I don't know about that, but it's kind of cool to hear like, kind of more modern sounding. And so then you can actually hear some of the other elements and things like that. So maybe they'll do that, but I'm not saying they should. Anyway, so that's my biggest gripe, too, that uh, great band, great songs. Uh, still maybe even more so like working man lyrics. Yes, very much. The work, so. I mean, it's Steel Town. And the that's name of one, the album, is Steel
0: Town. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why it did not connect to American audiences at all. It talks a lot about like British politics, Scottish politics, uh, life of the Scottish people, and that's not going to relate in, in a lot of settings, you know. So, but working
1: man, I mean, Bruce Springsteen relates, in, yeah, to a degree. I could see. I don't know. I could see relating to some of the this. The
0: song "Steel Town" is literally about a the closure of a
1: factory in Scotland, and how you know. So it doesn't have to be Scotland. It could be West Virginia. True. And coal mines. Or, I get you what know, you're so, saying. So I'm just saying, like, I think other people should relate, could relate more, and maybe I got gotcha. I don't know. It just wasn't up there because maybe some other artists were.
0: There was no other artist at this time better than Big Country. They they were the
1: best and still are the best artists. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, another problem that I have, and yeah. maybe this is more on the production side, the songs are a bit long.
0: Oh, I like that.
1: So if you look at the Spotify or Apple Music, they're almost all almost five minutes. Yeah. So in today's time, they're a little bit long. I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, but I can get through some of the sounds. Yeah. If it's a three minute song, but if it kind of pushes it, and there's a big section. Like, I think some of the songs could have been trimmed down a See, little bit.
0: See, there's a, there's a list of songs on here that I wish were actually longer. I wanted more of those songs. But no, I get what you're saying. Because uh, the two songs that stick out in my head, I feel like stuff could have been taken
1: out of Just those. a little bit. And there's some radio edit versions on other yes, out versions of these, al- these songs. Um, I can also, I'm pretty sure I can hear some tape edits through this album. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> It's, and, it's uh,
0: again, it's not perfect. All of a sudden,
1: you're and then it goes on and <laughs> things like that. And you're like, okay. But, anyways, um, those are my problems with the album. I think there are some really good songs. I did mention that uh, I have some songs that I'll listen to. So, yeah, Flame of the good. West, I think, is a good opener. That's maybe, uh, I would say, honorable mention. Nice. Okay. <laughs> cool guitars mm-hmm. it's cool drums i mean it's it's got everything it's got it's great vocals it's Excellent very catchy bass. um tony butler goes yes. off on this yes tony's bass is great i think i find myself maybe actually humming this mm-hmm. more than other songs but i don't think it's my pick yeah I so gotcha. honorable mention um i think i also like or i i do know i like tall ships go Got a cool synth guitar, and it might be guitar or synth. I it's don't know. guitar. It's guitar. Okay. Yep. Um, so it's cool. And then there's another guitar that comes in though. So yeah. it's, it's cool. It's it sounds
0: like a journey. Like a journey sure is it. beginning, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the way I always feel when I hear
1: Um it. great drums percussion. There's a cool ride mm-hmm. lick in the bridge yes. section. And then it's got a cool uh lyric, but if you're an enemy, then you look a lot like me. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So good lyrics. Some good lyrics here. Yeah. Um, I also like rain dance. Raindance, I'll just go ahead and say Raindance, I really wanted to pick this one because this one doesn't fit. Raindance is like Soundgarden, grunge, 90s wannabe. Yeah, so it's almost like a Jane's Addiction, like it's a precursor to what we would hear later in the 80s and in the 90s. Yeah. The Toms and everything, it's just got that kind of halftime feel, and it's a cool groove. So this is maybe a song that I found more recent yeah. in listening to it over and over. Um, you know, it's later on the album, and I don't know, it, it doesn't sound like big country to me. You're holding your judgment, you're... Me I mean, I have to keep my thoughts to okay. myself at the moment. So. Um, but I think I'll go with um, <laughs> judgment. Da, 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 da. Um I hate to say that I'll go with what everybody else thinks and Where the Rose is Sewn is looks like the most popular off the album. Um, one of the most popular actually no, yeah. just a shadow is also but where the rose is sown, it was a single as well. Uh yes.
0: Yeah. It was so. the second single.
1: Yeah, so it's just got a nice groove, guitar vocals, you know, everything else. And I hate to say this, but it's very, very similar to In a Big Country
0: it is and that's probably one of the reasons why a lot of people like it but what i also like is it's as you talked about in the last episode of shiner it's got a great payoff sure uh once it gets to the end that like breakdown at the end it's really really cool and it hits you in the feels
1: yeah and then the chorus is also uh our name will never die this time will be forever and it just kind of holds out and his vocals are great And like last episode and some other episodes, I think if you want to get an all-encompassing look into Big Country, mm-hmm. this is a good song to it's a great song. suggest to somebody. And I, I go back to this song. I don't know, but Rain Dance is like a new favorite. So yeah, good. Sorry, I gave you four songs. So I really like those four. That's great. I really do like those four. So I'll probably come back and listen to those. Nice. I was actually surprised some of those were not on Greatest Hits. Like not all of my picks Yeah I mean I'm correct They're great songs They are very good songs But not yeah, all of these great greatest hits For some reason Yeah it's weird How they pick those sometimes Yeah I don't know Like Rain Dance And yeah anyways But um Girl with Grey Eyes Not my favorite song You
0: may me smile.
1: So this is one of those songs that's four minutes, 45 seconds. Again, they're all pretty good songs. You know, they're not my favorite in general, production, all that. But this song, I thought it was going to be cooler. Girl with Gray Eyes. I was like, oh, that's a cool title. And maybe the lyrics are great, but I can't get past, this is just 280 sounding. Ryan's giving me a face right now. He's going to throw a chair at me. Oh, going to have to go to right. the hospital. Um, it's long. It's 280s. It's got that chorus bass, and Tony's bass is cool, but it's just... It doesn't do anything for me. Not enough of a payoff. Maybe there is. I just can't There's about to be a payoff. The, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna pay me to change my mind, right? Yeah, with a chair across the face. No. <laughs> it just doesn't I, I have to skip that song.
0: You know what? And the truth is is that's my pick actually oh, as well. You're giving for the me worst these song.
1: eyes. I'm like trying to justify that.
0: No, no, you you you're very right. Uh, it's I feel like it's a fine song. It's fine. But that's just it. It's fine. It's, it's sh- unfortunately, as much as I love Big Country, and there's a lot of Big Country fans out there that would agree with me, unfortunately, this is kind of the direction that they go into with other albums. And you remember back when we were talking about The Crossing, I said the first album was great, second album was good, and then they kind of go pew, 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 pew from there. Yeah, The Seer is a good record. But then everything after so that's the next record. Everything after that just it just doesn't work.
1: That's exactly like the artist we'll talk about next week. Oh, oh, as interesting. Little, as as a, a, well, just yeah. stay tuned. Um, but uh, also, I was very yeah. happy because you did tell me only to listen to. Ten songs, yes, and I missed that text, anyways. But when I added it to my playlist, <laughs> I kept listening. So there's a couple of other songs that are It should have the, been on there. There's oh, no, actually, I didn't like any of those other oh, ones. Oh no! And I, I had difficulty. And then no. um, just today, when I was trying to figure out, okay, which one am I going to choose? So it's an easy pick, Girl with Gray Eyes. Yeah, there's a few of those other ones that I think were B sides on purpose.
0: Yeah, some of um, those were. Yeah, and some and, of those were on the Wonderland EP as well, gotcha. and there it's a the reason why they were on the Wonderland EP. Yeah. Um. I would also like to add that uh, the title track, Steel Town, actually should be on that list of songs that are not the best. Uh, it just doesn't work for me. I, it's, it's an okay song as well. It's fine. I love the message and the story in it. It just doesn't work. So. Uh, but, yeah, I, I agree with you on your pick of Girl with Grey Eyes.
1: Yeah. And uh, other, overall, though, thanks for sharing. I'm sorry. That's... You can throw chairs at me. I'm going to hurt you in some way. Uh, I'm sorry. I know you hold big country. Dear to your heart. So let us know, though. Okay, so yeah, you told us the one that okay. you agree with me, though, at least yeah, a little Yeah, shockingly, bit. I, I, we agree there. So um, what are your favorites and then ultimately favorites?
0: So I just want to also start off by saying that Big Country has a thing with directions. You know, Flame to the West being the opening track. Then we're going to go East of Eden. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> they actually part. have a compass in, in their logo as well. So it's kind of like a, a thing. There, but uh, Flame of the West, it's great opening track, it's really good. East of Eden, I think, was a, a solid first single from the album. Um, I just want to jump down. You said Tall Ships Go, that's a great song as well. A really, really cool track. Just a Shadow, I, I'm surprised you didn't mention that one. Just a Shadow is a big country staple. Uh, It is well loved by the fans. It is a beautiful
1: song. Let's hear a little snippet of that. Probably the most popular on Spotify today.
0: When you talk about closing tracks, this is a very good closing track, and it's got a cool line in it, in the chorus, you know, it's just a shadow of the man you should be, and then it changes just a shadow of the woman you should be, like a garden in the forest that the world will never see. There's beauty, even surrounded by darkness or or whatever. That's a, that's a beautiful line and it's haunting again, because as we talked about in the crossing, uh, when we covered the crossing, Stuart Adamson, unfortunately, you know, took his own life. And it's, it's like, I don't want to say there's hints in the songs, but maybe there is, you know, this is one of those things. It's a haunting song. It's very beautiful. It's not my pick for the best song on this record, but it is up there. It's one of the best ones.
1: Um I'm I'm kind of surprised that so many people like it. But that's just me. Why
0: you I just oh my god I gosh. think that should
1: have been earlier in the album because I think it's we I maybe, am
0: going to fight you.
1: There there's a problem with it being last that it kinda has a very it starts kind of quiet and then it has yep. an eighties sound to it. So some people might hate me, you know, if you grew up in the eighties. I hate you. I was born in the eighties, it's a little different that uh when I listen to it, I'm just like when I get to that part of the album I'm like No. I don't hate you. I love So music-wise, I couldn't get past the music. Sorry. And you know me. i go for I love music, music first. I, I, it just doesn't do it for it's me. It's so good. It, it is a beat for a final song, but um, it takes too much to get into I'm it. I'm sorry.
0: You are wrong on this one, and, and we're going to have to respectfully agree to disagree.
1: And I, it's it's got a million plays, and it's on some greatest hits. And I was actually yeah. really surprised. I go, well, my ears are just off today. So Your I apologize, everybody. Very-
0: just doesn't do it for me. You can take your ears off your head right now. You have lost the rights to them.
1: <laughs> oh, it only man. took fifty episodes. Seriously. So. so you have a favorite though. So you said that was, let's say, honorable mention. Yeah. Uh,
0: so my favorite actually falls between two. Um, rain dance is up there. It is like almost number one, and I'm, I, I, I teeter back and forth between rain dance and this other one uh rain Dance is just it's a brilliant song i agree with what you say i think it's before it's time uh i think that's if it way. had it come out yeah. on a, a the next record it would have been a hit song yeah that's a good way of putting it um so i feel like it just came out too soon but i love it i love the song i go to it all the time it's just there's just something about it it's got like a happy nice feel to it um it's just cool melodies and stuff. Cool guitar works. I love it. So good choice there. Now where I do want to go with my favorite track on here, and I actually use this track in school to teach, uh, my third through fifth graders, we, we listened to this and we listened to a U2 song and we compared them together with each other. Um, and we talked about things that we heard. I mean, it was a really cool lesson that I did with them and the kids responded incredibly well to it. Um, but it, it, you have to talk about the song before it as well. So the song before it is where the rose is sown. And that's a song about a guy and more or less going off to war, fighting in a battle, you know, standing up and fighting for his country and his people and his land and stuff like that. Well, the song that it, it goes into, it literally morphs into the next song is come back to me, which is the haunting response from the wife. It is sung from a female's point of view. And Stuart Aslan will even say that in his concerts, like, hey, I've got to sing from the female perspective. Now, take a second and think about that. How many male artists can you name who actually have a song from a woman's point of view? Like, I, I can't think. This is the only one I can literally think of that is straight from the woman's point of view. And he even sings the line in there, I have your child inside me. Like, you know, some people at that time, especially in 1984, would be like, What? What did he just say? So it was very progressive and bold. Like, and my hat's off to him for that because to him, it was more about the story, more about the art, getting that out there than what other people would think of him for his lyric. And that's one of the reasons why, plus the haunting feeling of it, because it's, it's about the wife knowing that her husband is never coming home and how she's having to come to grips with it immediately because she has a family that she has to take care of.
1: Yeah, so I'll go ahead and say I, I admit I probably didn't listen to this song as much. I don't know. It's it's so now that I know about the lyrics, mm-hmm. it's good. You know, music, it's okay. I I um I almost wonder. Yeah, come back to me and rain dance. That's like a different direction. Like, yes. if they went in that direction, it would have been pretty cool.
0: Yeah, um, and and so I think. Some people would argue that that Come Back to Me does not fit on this record, but I feel like it does simply because it's the perfect juxtaposition to the song before it. And again, they go together perfectly. Uh, Being so much, again, as they blend in, there's there's no stop-break point. You listen to it on the tape, on the record, on the CD, everything. It just blends right in um i love it i think it's the best song on there i would have liked to see more songs in this album kind of go in that position kind of like rain dance and i think you're right had they kind of focused it more that way this album would have
1: been a bigger record but i still love it i still think it's a four-star record i wonder if somebody though also said okay in a big country sounded a certain way it's your second album where's in a big country too oh that's probably definite i mean that's where the rose is sewn that's a little bit of flame of the west um, even great divide has a little bit mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's got that, um, guitar line and everything. So, uh, yeah, just, uh, opportunity missed or, you know, the, the artists, they want to do what they want to do. Yeah. That's fine.
0: Now, again, like, uh, like I said, the crossing in my opinion is a perfect record and we, we take perfect records here very seriously. Uh, this is not a perfect record and as much as I wish it was because it's big country, it's just not, but I do hope that people out there go and give these songs a chance Give this album a chance. Let's let's bring Big Country to America. They haven't come to America in years. I would love to see them over here. Uh, I just think that would be fantastic. It would be a dream come true. Um, yeah. and, and on top of that, you know, we talked about the crossing. We talked about how Big Country was from Dunfermline, you know, Scotland. Well, Dunfermline Athletic just won their league championship oh, nice. and celebrated. With a quote by Big Country. Oh. Because they, you know, Stuart Adamson was such a huge fan, you know? That's awesome. It's, you know, dreams stay with you was the quote that they nice, used. Nice, stuff. It's really cool. So good good for them and yay.
1: So even if you do agree with me, I do want to go ahead and say, please go listen to Big Country, all of their albums, The Crossing that we covered before. This one, Steel Town, all of their later ones. Go see them on tour if you're yep. near where they're touring. Thank you, Ryan, still for sharing. Because otherwise, I, I don't know if I would have listened to it or found it, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm still happy. You know, I chose, what, 50% of the songs? Yeah, about
0: 50%. So I'll give you that. You know, I, I, won't, I, won't, I won't beat you up over that. That's fine. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Please take the time to uh, visit us at albumargument.com where you can find Jay's Spotify playlist. Please go ahead and share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it, including Grandma, because who knows? Maybe Grandma's a big country fan. Sure. Mm-hmm. You never know. Uh, also, take the time, as Jay said, buy every big country record out there so that we can support the artists and keep them going. And yeah, I don't know. That's about it, right?
1: Yeah, That's stay, it. Yeah, stay tuned. So next week we'll go, about 10 years later, we'll go into the 90s yeah. again. You want to go ahead and tell people what it is so they can listen uh, beforehand? Um, yeah, so yeah, we're going to go, we're going to jump to some Oasis. Oasis. Oasis, some uh, Britpop. What's, what's the story, Morning Glory? That is it. So please go listen and... Uh, Your quiz will be next week. Nice. (laughs) Very good.
0: Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Deuces. We are out.